Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. Check out all of my reviews, new, old, everywhere in between at Quipster.net. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Speaking of old, I do want to let you know that I do another podcast, a companion to this one that covers specifically films of the 1980s. Just search for Around the World in 80s Movies, wherever you're listening to this right now, and you'll probably find it. Today I'm going to get into a film that just got nominated at the time of this recording for an Academy Award for Best Picture, and a few actor nominations as well. It's a biopic of sorts. It is called Vice, specifically called Vice because it is about a vice president, although I guess you could read in a little bit more as far as the other connotations of the word vice. It's an R-rated film. It does have language and some violent images. The runtime is two hours and 12 minutes. The main star is Christian Bale, along with Amy Adams, Steve Carell, Sam Rockwell in support. Alison Pill, Eddie Marsan, Tyler Perry, Jesse Plemons are also in the film. The director and the screenwriter is Adam McKay. Adam McKay, he impressed with his last effort from 2015 called The Big Short, which was another critically acclaimed movie. Vice here also gets some critical acclaim too, although probably not a strong contender for Best Picture by most measures. It's specifically a biopic of sorts about former Vice President of the United States under George W. Bush, Dick Cheney. Both of those, Bush and Cheney, were seen as responsible for some of the policies that brought about the stock market crash that was covered so well in Adam McKay's prior film. McKay here is specifically covering Cheney's rise from a drunken slob in Wyoming to shaping up there, entering into Wyoming business and politics, ultimately becoming a power player in the Republican Party as an intern and then in uh, President Ford's administration as the chief of staff. He failed in his ambition to become president when he decided to run. He ended up going into private business. He became the CEO of Halliburton. However, some would say that after a successful bid on the bottom of the ticket for the 2000 and 2004 elections, he found a way, dubbed not by him, but one he adopted called the Unitary Executive Theory, to become the most powerful nation in the world from the number two position, despite it being seen as a do-nothing office. The Veep was considered the next in succession, and that's really all they did, except for break ties, I suppose, in the Senate. But Dick Cheney managed to make it almost a presidency in and of itself, in some people's eyes. Now, it's been a while since Oliver Stone has delivered a political hatchet piece that was worth watching, and here to fill the void is Adam McKay. He's, his politics can be seen all over this biopic. Definitely left-leaning, but it does offer much more tongue-in-cheek verve in his delivery than Oliver Stone certainly would have. He did a film called W, which was a little tiny bit cheeky, but not necessarily Definitely not nearly as snarky as this film. McKay here is playing very fast and loose with the subject matter, and that seems to have taken effect not only in the adherence to real conversations among the main characters, but in the overall tone. He uses a lot of cutaways. McKay employs side skits with some conversations within conversations in this manner in which he's always guiding or massaging or intruding upon his own commentary throughout a lot of this worked very well in the big short, primarily because the financial market and its machinations are a subject that is so dry and so complex that the simplified and humorous approach to it is appreciated in order to give us the minimal understanding of what's going on. However, in Vice, we know all of these players, and for those who were alive during the, these times or who know their history, 
We know most of these newsworthy events that are depicted in the film. We don't really need jokes or explanations to sell the subject matter to us because we want a better understanding of what was going on that rings as authentic, which is something that McKay rarely strives for in place of goosing the material for verve and audacity. Vice as a film proves to be a fairly uneven experience. It's admirable in some respects in terms of its performances and its daring attitude toward its history, especially when you consider all of the politicians that are depicted are still living. In the end, what we've learned is that Dick Cheney is a slimy SOB and the current political structure of the United States, the Constitution and its convenient interpretations has vulnerabilities that allow for slimy SOBs like Cheney to take advantage of them. Those with wealth and power can take advantage of those vulnerabilities in order to shield the American public from knowing the full truth while filling that vacuum with misinformation to tell them whatever is necessary to get them on board with military actions or policy decisions that often run counter to their own American interests. While generally a hit piece, Vice does not show Cheney as absolutely evil, especially in his close relationship with his wife and his family and especially in how he would support his lesbian daughter, Mary, who came out to them, although at a time when he was still speaking out of the other side of his mouth publicly by opposing LGBT rights. Now, obviously, much is going to be said about Christian Bale's performance in Vice. He had a 45-pound weight gain for the role, which must be pretty old hat for him by this point because he's always gaining or losing weight for his roles in his career. Bale is eerily accurate in his speech and his mannerisms in many respects, even if the abundance of prosthetic makeup involved make him look, at least when he's the older Dick Cheney, he looks a little bit more like Carl Rove to me, unfortunately. But despite Bale fully inhabiting Cheney in body and quirky mannerisms, we don't get much more to sink into that character other than that. We get moments from Cheney's early life, but there's not a lot here within those moments that give us much indication as to who Dick Cheney really is, what does make him tick, or how those early experiences really shaped and dominated his thinking while becoming a major player in the U.S. government. Amy Adams is also here. She plays Lynn, Dick Cheney's loyal wife. Within the film, she kind of gets compared to Lady Macbeth, enough by McKay that he actually gives them dialogue from the Shakespeare play to perform upon contemplating his rise to power. Steve Carell also in the film with a sizable supporting role, ostensibly to court another Oscar consideration, I suppose. He plays Donald Rumsfeld, who shows Cheney the ins and outs of Washington and his philosophy on how to court power. I will say perhaps the best performance in the bunch, at least by my way of thinking, belongs to the easiest to get wrong. Sam Rockwell nails the essence and the cadence and the personality of George W. Bush without going too far into cartoonish territory. I thought he was great as George W. Bush. Now, while I realize that this film has important opinions to mull over when it's all said and done, I do think that it's also one that discerning observers of politics already come in knowing. Those who don't espouse the fact that Dick Cheney is a scoundrel are likely going to stay away from Vice altogether due to its strong political slant, which does get referenced, at least in the stinger during the end credits, by McKay. He knows he's making a fairly left-wing piece here. But in that regard, I guess that aspect of it is a missed opportunity to try to open some eyes for a segment of the American public that is oblivious to the machinations of those who are in power. In this piece, that mostly just reinforces attitudes already quite solid and polarized going into it. So Vice is an intriguing endeavor, but I do think that the film overall seems to be saying much more about Adam McKay and his philosophy 
and too little about Dick Cheney himself to come away with much impression beyond the quality of these performances and maybe a few political aspects of the film that are worth talking about, but I don't think they're presented in a way that really lands home in the way that McKay was able to draw out in the big short. So I'm disappointed in Vice, to be honest with you. I like aspects of it, like I said, the performances. I do like some of the comic verve here, but for the most part, I feel there's too much Adam McKay in this film for me to get into it. Adam McKay just got in the way of what I really wanted to see most of the time. And for those people who like McKay's style, perhaps that will work better for you. But for me, it was rubbing me the wrong way throughout, and I didn't enjoy watching Vice as much as I thought I would. So two and a half stars is what I'm giving Vice. Two and a half stars on my scale means I do think that it had the tools, it had the talent to be a good film. It just falls short, at least from my way of thinking, in too significant a way. It doesn't quite come together in a satisfactory way throughout. It's an uneven film, some good, some not so good, and what we end up with is a two and a half star movie. So you may have your own thoughts on Vice, but I'm still intrigued as to what McKay will do next. Maybe he's encouraged by the fact that it got an Oscar nomination and will continue to do films in this fashion. I personally hope he does not. I, I hope he finds a way to be a really good filmmaker beyond a stylist, I suppose, because I do think he has the talent to do it and he's very thoughtful in many respects. I hope that you enjoyed the review, despite the fact that I ultimately came down a little bit more on the negative side for Vice. If you did, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button and you'll continue to get my reviews as they come out. If you have your own thoughts on this, you can find my contact information at my website. And until next time, thanks everyone, and please enjoy your time anytime you get to go to the movies.